Hello again, friends. I hope you're well. Since Valentine's Day just passed, and it's still Black History Month, I thought we would focus this week on Black love. Now I know what you're thinking. You probably think I'm going to talk about Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King, or President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama, or maybe even Jay Z and Queen Beyonce. And while those would all be notable choices, I'm going to go with a couple who would probably be idols for even them. I'm talking about none other than the award-winning actors, Ozzy Davis and Ruby Dee. Now I realize you don't know who they are, but you should, and that's why I'll spend a little time getting you caught up on who these fantastic people are, to the history of theater and film. So as usual, stick around, stay tuned, and enjoy the show. Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. Ahem. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, <laughs> hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. <laughs> Please enjoy the show. Hey friends, thanks for joining us, and welcome to my show. This is my second season, and it's going to be hype. This show is all about making boring stuff fun. We journey behind the scenes of some of the places you love to visit, like museums, zoos, stadiums, plays, and more. We talk to famous people you would want to meet, like authors, social media influencers, YouTube stars, actors, astronauts, and more. We explore topics that kids want to talk about. Like climate change, deep sea diving, how to read a book super fast, or even what life is like on the moon. And we have cool rap songs, jokes of the day, and funny skits that will make you literally laugh out loud. <laughs> oh yeah! And the show is produced by my dad, the goofball you might hear from time to time, and supported in part by Kids Listen. And we kindly ask you support our advertisers, as is how I make a few dollars. That contributes to my college fund. I know, shameless plug, right? <laughs> If you would like to be a sponsor or contributing patron, reach out to us at smith.devante@gmail.com. Okay, now on to the show. Picture this: you meet someone when you're young, like a teenager, and you two fall deeply in love. And instead of breaking up like most people, you stay together. Like forever, no, I mean like forever, forever. They were married for more than fifty years. That's like me and my dad's age put together. They met on the set of a play where Mr. Davis had a starring role. When he met the young Ruby, she quickly accepted him as a country bumpkin, innocent, good-natured, and not too intelligent. <laughs> It doesn't sound like she was overly impressed. And when asked his opinion of her, upon their first encounter, Mr. Davis said, "Out in the auditorium, 
was this little girl with big eyes and long, shiny hair. Quite beautiful, I thought, sitting next to the young man who was my understudy. Davis, your call? But I paid no particular attention to her. That might be true of both of them paying each other no mind until they were cast shortly thereafter in the play, Anna Lucasta. The play toured for months as they traveled the countryside. The days were long. The work was laborious, which just means hard. And they found themselves spending a lot of time with each other, as top billing actors often do. Those are your principal or starring actors. And it was with all that time they spent together that led them to Christmas Eve 1947, when, while slow dancing to the legendary corner, a.k.a. that means singer, Nat King Cole's Christmas song, the two realized they were in love. And like that, within a year, they were married. December the 9th, 1948. They also had three kids, Nora, Guy, and Laverne, and stayed happily married. End of story, right? Not quite. How the couple came to be was actually very comical, and we'll get into that right after this break. We'll return in just a moment. Okay, friends, I have had a number of requests for this one. So back by popular demand is the now famous Peter Panskit. Enjoy. Daddy, can't enter this riddle. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pup pies? What on earth? Like Peter Pan? Like, you know who Peter Pan is, right? What are pickled peppers? Pick a pack of pickled peppers. It's like peppers that you eat while popping pot pies. And what is popping pot pies? Like chicken pot pie, turkey pot pie. When you get a pot pie fresh out of the oven, it's got a little bump in it. And it's fun to poke it. That's popping pot pies. Get it? Ah, now I see. Interesting. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe we should ask that gentleman sitting right there at the curb. Excuse me, sir. My name's Durante, and this is my daughter. Hello. Hello there. My name's Madison Lauren, and this riddle's tricky. You don't say. What makes it so tricky? Because it's a hard tongue twister. Hmm. Well, let me hear the question. Can Pierre Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pup pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I can't really say. Let me call my wife. She's good at these sorts of things. Hello, dear. Charles, what seems to be the matter? Are you coming home soon? No, no, I'm sitting here in conversation with a lad and his daughter at the park, you see, and they've just asked me the most curious question. I said to myself, it has your name written all over it. Well, what's the question, Charles? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I've never heard of such, Charles. Neither have I. That's why I thought I'd call you. Well... Let me try Martha. That sounds like a dandy idea. 
Hey, Martha. Sarah, how are you? It's been such a long time. Yes, yes, I know. We can catch up later. I've got some things in the oven cooking. Look, I just have a quick question for you. Well, what seems to be the question, Sarah? Charles called me with a question, and it's a dandy one, if you will. A dandy question, you say? Yes, a dandy one, if you will. Well, spit it out then, lady. Don't just leave me in suspense all day. <clears throat> the question is, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Say what? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of who? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Well, I don't know if he can do that. L let me ask George. George is upstairs. Hold on one second, dear. George! George! What do you want? I'm trying to take a nap. I have a question for you. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? I don't know. And leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. Well, what does that? Seems he doesn't know either, Sarah. Sorry I couldn't be of more help. Don't worry about it. I'll ring you back later when I have a little more time. Yes, of course. Goodbye. Charles? You there? Yes, dear. Neither Martha nor George knows the answer. Sorry to disappoint, hun. I see. Can you pick up a loaf of bread while you're out? Yes, yes, of, of course, my love. Uh, see you in a bit. Sorry, mate. It, it seems there's no such luck on my end. Wish I could have been more help. Ah, uh, thank you, my friend. Good day. Madison, come on. Let's keep going. <sighs> 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 Okay, stop, stop, stop. <sighs> okay, that's a good job. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Hey, what about the lady over there? Uh, the one with the wolf? <laughs> that's not a wolf, Daddy. It's a dog. Yeah, it looks like a wolf to me. I don't care what you say. Well, how about we ask her? Yeah, I'll let you do that one. Excuse me, miss. Can you answer this riddle for me, please? Um, I'll try. Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers while popping pot pies? Hmm, let me think. Well, can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers? Can Peter Pan pick a pack of pickled peppers? Honestly, I don't know. That was bananas. That turned into a musical or something, didn't it? Yeah. And where did the band come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. Hey, guys, we need your help to solve this tongue twister riddle. Leave us a video what Peter Pan can do that other kids cannot. 
and the winner will get an autographed postcard from yours truly. Bye-bye. And now back to the show. Now, like any good love story, there's always a juicy beginning. And theirs is no exception. Notice, there's almost a year to the date between the time the lovebirds fell in love and when they got married. That might not seem like much time, but back in those days, people didn't wait around to tie the knot. If they knew what they wanted, they just went for it. I think we can all agree, it's not like that today. Like, I'm still waiting on getting a stepmom. I mean, Dad, come on, get with the program. We're not getting any younger here. (laughs) But I digress. Anyway, apparently, Mr. Davis must be a lot like my dad. Because after he started dating Miss Ruby D, he was stalling too. It is said that Miss Ruby D had told Mr. Davis time and again that they should be married. The pressure was direct and often. So much so that he finally broke down and sent her a telegram from Chicago. A telegram is like a tweet telling her something like, In order for you to calm down, I might as well go on ahead and marry you. She quickly answered back, Don't do me no favors. Oh yes, Miss Phoebe D was known for her quick wit. And just like that, a few short months later, they skipped their rehearsals for a big play in New York City for a quick shotgun wedding next door in Jersey City. The only other people in the wedding were his brother, who was the best man, and her sister, who was the matron of honor. And then there was a preacher. In her book with Ozzy and Ruby, Miss Ruby D describes the minister as a short, fat man with a balding crown. She went on to add that his eyes are bulging and seem to point in two different directions. She made him sound a bit cartoonish. Oh, that must have been a sight to see. And when the minister asked, Do you take this woman to be your lawful, legally wedded wife? One of his eyes was focused on the bride, the other on the bride's sister, the bridegroom. (laughs) Later, Mr. Davis jokingly retold the story, saying he wasn't sure which woman the minister was referring to. So he just said, I do. (laughs) Now that's funny. That's how actors Ozzie Davis and Ruby Dee became husband and wife. And finally, we'll get more into their lives as a couple right after this short break. We'll return in just a moment. Hey guys, I just want to take a quick moment to plug a new group of podcasters we're now part of called Kids Listen. It's not only a group of really good podcasts, it's also an app for your phone too. So take a second, stop what you're doing, and go and download the app. Like now guys, go ahead, do it now. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm finding all kinds of great shows on there. Of course, you can find all things Madison on there. But I encourage you to go through the others, too. Like, start your own playlist, learn something new, or just be entertained. Go to kidslisten.org on your computer or search Kids Listen in the App Store now. As always, thanks. And now back to the show. When Mr. Davis and Miss Ruby D said, till death do us apart during their wedding vows. They meant it. Like I said, they were together for 50 years. Marriage is really an exciting adventure. Miss Ruby D said once during an interview, you think, can anybody be this happy? Can anybody experience love like this? Mrs. D says, 
Isn't this wonderful? How can everyone feel the same ecstasy and the same joy? It is so calming. Marriage, she continued, burrowing her body next to her honey, who simply smiled. It's a marvelous thing. Enjoy it. What were some of their first? Well, their first date, Mr. Davis was a sharp shooter in the army, and he went to impress the young Miss Ruby D. So while out at a local fair, he paid a court at the shooting booth. He shot down almost all of the fake ducks, but Miss Ruby D wasn't impressed. She snatched away the toy rifle from him and said, "Okay, so you brought down all the ducks." and walked away. His ego was squashed. Mr. Davis said he almost gave up after his first date, but decided to give her another chance. I guess it's a good thing for him that he did. <laughs> his first gift to her: a purse and a brooch from Woolworths. Total cost: a dollar and twenty-five cents. Well, her first gift to him: a scarf she knitted. Their first car. A blue Oldsmobile that belonged to Ruby's father. First home, located at Five Coolie Place in Mount Vernon. The Davises' first home was purchased with a GI loan from a black-owned bank, Carver Federal Savings and Loan. Their first piece of furniture, the Davises ate off of orange crates until they had enough money to go to the Salvation Army to buy some stuff. First meal he cooked for her. Ritson tuna with scrambled eggs. First meal she cooked for him. A really nasty apple pie. I don't remember having any major regrets about her meal, but that first time when that child cooked that pie, ugh. Mr. Davis laughs. His face crinkled. That was a strong test that she flunked completely. Sadly, on February fourth, two thousand and five, Mr. Ozzie Davis passed away at the age of eighty-seven. After Mr. Davis's passing, Mrs. Ruby D sat down for an interview with former Essence editor in chief Susan L. Taylor, where she talked about her relationship with her husband. At this tender time, what would you say it was that made the fullness and the longevity of your relationship with Ozzie possible? The fact that we were together. Thought a lot alike and came from the same background. Ozzy, his soil was the South and Waycross, Georgia. Mine was in the North in Harlem. But we both came from soil, like in different places, and we both loved words and ideas. Some of our best times were just talking to each other. And as we got older, we talked about everything. There was nothing we couldn't tell each other. Nothing too private for us to share. What advice would you give to us, sisters and brothers? That will help us walk the long road together. Get to know each other as human beings. Black women had to know the historical and everyday struggles of black men, and our men had to know the struggles of black women in America. Even before I knew Ozzy, even before we fell in love, I knew the man because I knew the situation of black people. You had to help each other know who you are. You had to sanction each other's gift and encourage each other. I want you to be the best you were put here on this earth to be, even if it costs me. Ozzy would say, and he lived it. He told me on so many occasions. I love you means I want you to be the best you can be, whether it benefits me or not. Did you know he was leaving? <sighs> I knew because I could see him wasting away. He had a pacemaker and only one kidney, and his breathing was being affected. I think it was his heart. I do miss him so. I can't tell you. I still have him upstairs, you know. 
Ozzy was cremated. He just wanted an urn big enough for the both of us. And what will you have inscribed on the urn? We're in this thing together. Ozzy made that up. Wow, that's deep. In closing, I would be remiss as an expiring actor if I didn't mention a few of the accomplishments of Miss Ruby D. As they grew in their careers, they became activists for things they believed in. The couple were master and mistress of ceremonies at the 1963 March on Washington. And she was friends with the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Miss Ruby D received the Frederick Douglass Award in 1970 from the New York Urban League. As an actress, her film credits included The Jackie Robinson Story in 1950, A Raisin in the Sun in 1961, Buck and the Preacher in 1972, Do the Right Thing in 1989, and American Gangster in 2007. Mrs. D earned the Oscar nomination for her performance in Gangster. She won an Emmy and Grammy for other work. On June 12, 2014, Mrs. Ruby D. Davis died at the age of 91. Wow, what a body of work. Both she and her husband are sorely missed. On a special note, we would like to acknowledge the pragmatic Obots Unite blog post dated February 13, 2012. And Essence Editor-in-Chief, Susan L. Taylor, for their contributions to this episode. And now it's time for the word of the day. The word of the day is laborious. Can you say it? Laborious? The official definition is a thing, especially of a task, process, or journey, requiring considerable time and effort. Mrs. Winky gave the homework assignment that was laborious. There you go. The word of the day is laborious. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. I never want to take you for granted, so just know it means a lot. Now, people are asking, where can they find my stuff? If you're looking for the coolest tees, hoodies, accessories, and more, you can just go to shopmadisonlauren.com and you will find everything there. Now, do me a favor and take a moment to hit the subscribe button under this episode or video. That way, you'll be notified when each new episode comes out. And if you enjoyed the show, kindly leave us a five-star rating and a short review if you have time. This lets other moms and dads know they too should download it for their munchkins. <laughs> okay, on that note, I'm out. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.